Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome, everyone. We're continuing with our morning Bible studies. We're so glad you can join us. But before we get into the word, let us open up in prayer. Lord, we just thank you for who you are, Lord, and how you just are continuing to be good to us, Lord, and show us grace and mercy, even though we don't dis- that we don't deserve it, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for how you continue to place things in our life, Lord, and give us goals so that way we can go and achieve it, Lord, and that you give us a clear mind and understanding of what you have for us, Lord, so that way we aren't stumbling around trying to figure out what you have for us, Lord. Lord, I also just thank you for giving your Holy Spirit and giving him without taking him back, Lord, and allowing him to minister to us, Lord, and guide us in our lives, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, welcome back, everybody. We're continuing still in chapter eight. And for the, I think, fourth episode now, we're going over the same, we're rereading and discussing in further detail as the Lord gives and reveals to us through his Holy Spirit, verses 26 through 33. So could I get a volunteer to reread that section of scripture, please? I will. All right, I promise. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weakness, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, for as we ought. But the Spirit Himself makes an intercession for us with groans which cannot be uttered. Now He who searches the heart knows that the mind knows the mind of the Spirit is, because He makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say to these these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own, own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall we not be with him also freely? Sorry. How shall he not be with him also freely giving, give us all things? Who shall bring charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. So, as is our custom, I want to open the floor for each of you to share with the Holy Spirit speaking, ministering to you, and of course, if you have any questions, ask away. All right? Okay. So, who'd like to begin? I would. Well, go ahead, Layla. So, um, yesterday we had talked about some of the gifts of the spirit like in the differences between the ones that are for you and your personal use and your private time and those that are used collectively for the body and when we read um romans just now and we were reading about um 
like verses 28 through 30, and we were reading about the how Jesus had predestined us and called us, we also see that he equipped those he called mm-hmm. and what equipped them with specific things that they needed to fulfill their mission. Now, um, there are some similarities and there are some differences. Like um, an example, me and my dad. My dad is called to be a pastor and I have a different calling. We have similar personalities and some similar gifts, but I am not equipped with the same things my dad is that he is but they are similar and so you see how god um makes complementary parts if anybody's uh familiar with that um word it's it's a it's a, a math term there's one piece and it's complemented by another to make a 90 degree angle if you will depending on where you're using it and so um we see how god can give each person a different personality and different gifts, but not make it where it's discordant and it doesn't work together. On the flip side, when you see when humans try to do it, it doesn't work out. There's a bunch of bickering and arguing and fighting and nothing can be achieved. And so um, back to the example with me and my dad, we have very similar personalities and we see things in pretty similar lights. Now, dad is, he's got some, some, years on me and has more experience so he sees things that I don't necessarily see and it's easy and it helps when he coaches me along because he understands how I think versus maybe a stranger that doesn't know me so well their attempt to teach isn't um that smooth if you will smooth transition and Paul in this one he says and this one is in this set of scripture he talks about Jesus calling each and every one of us. We all have a call in our lives. And boiled down without the titles, if you will, it's to serve and do his will. And you see later in, I think it's Hebrews 10, right, Dad? When it was talking about the just would live by faith. And um, he who's coming is coming quickly and will not wait. It's in a number of different sections. Um I'll have to get back to you on the specific, if it's Hebrews 10 or not, but that the just shall live by faith. Paul writes about that in a number of different books and also, um, especially in Revelation, right? Mm-hmm. His coming's coming quickly, you know? So that's throughout the word, uh, especially in the New Testament. They were all waiting anxiously as we were just reading for the Lord's return. And so we still do today. Yes. But he, so he is, but he is coming quickly. So we're to be a people prepared, right? To make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Instead, as you like to say, not get ready, be ready. Be ready, exactly. There's a a big difference. Because one denotes procrastination Mm. or the, the thought or the illusion, if you will, of I have time. All right, and that's that's what you see if we look at, well... We'll just take the the parable of the um, virgins. Uh, the ones the with the lamps with oil. The virgins. The virgins. Thank you. Yes. Um, if you look at that, they thought they had more time, or they or they were prepared for only a certain amount of time, and they thought it'd be they'd be good to go in that amount of time. But clearly, they weren't ready. Right. Yes. So. 
But I like how you bring that, the, the complementary parts and pieces, right? But isn't that exactly what the words, the word describes us as, right? Mm-hmm. We are Lord's temple. We are living stones being fitted together. But we have to be willing to be fitted together. And we're only complementary in the body of Christ. Not apart from him, as you pointed out. So, but there's another thing that you, you brought up, which is great, right? And you can talk about with complimentary, and you used a, you and myself as an example. Mm-hmm. There is an understanding there, right? Mm-hmm. I understand you better than you understand you. Yes? Yes. And it's not just because of experience. There's, there's wisdom. First and foremost, that wisdom comes from the Holy Spirit who has taught me about myself and is willing to teach you about yourself if you will let him with the same length and breadth and depth and width and and all the things that he's taught me about myself. But he's also placed you in my life and me in yours to have someone to help guide you as Dean brought up in an earlier uh, previous podcast about hey, we have each other to first and foremost listen to the Holy Spirit to minister the needs, right? Yes. Whether it's some teaching, some instruction, some admonition, some encouragement, right? Yes. Okay. So, so we all have those things. And if we are just in tune with the leading of the Holy Spirit, everyone will have their needs met. Yes? Yes. So I just wanted to bring that up. Right. It's not just mm-hmm. because of oh, all my my years on the mm-hmm. on earth, right? No. It, no, that's not it. Because there are people that are in their whatever, forties, fifties, sixties, and still live as a a frat you know, as in, as as if they're in a fraternity or in a sorority. Well, where's the maturity in that? It's not it's not just about age that brings about maturity. But maturity comes as true maturity and wisdom and all those other things as it pertains to us submitting or yielding to the Holy Spirit and His leading and His teaching in our lives. So, good points. And we can still learn and grow and go deeper. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's all, it's all about submitting to the will of the Lord. Who else has something they wanted to share? Uh, I have something. All right, promise. Let's hear it, sir. The Lord brought me back to verse 28. Inside my Bible, sorry, my Bible, in the later, in the later part, there's a letter, letter, and it tells me to go to, um, Second Timothy one nine. So will you guys flip with me to Second Timothy one nine? Absolutely. Okay. And it says, "Who has saved us and called us, ho- called us with the holy calling, not a." 
according to our works, but according to his own purposes, and grace which and grace which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. Mm-hmm. So the Lord just wanted me to tie those two scriptures together mm-hmm. and how they help paint an image. Please explain, sir. So in first Tim in first Timothy Wait, sorry, Second Timothy not one nine. He Paul said that we were called wait. God saved us with the holy calling and how when he does that it's not just for us to do nothing if you will. Okay. And how that ties into 28 where it says, And we know that all things work together for the, for good to those who love God. And how he saved us to love God. And when we do that, we're able to get blessed by the Lord. Hmm. Yes. Um, there is truth in that. And let's also recognize the scripture says, that he rains blessings on both the just and the unjust, right? Yes. But yes. again, we should be ready, a people. Make ready a people prepared for the Lord, right? And, but what you're saying also ties in with verse 29, right? When we talk about predestination, um, let me get back to, to that part. Um, lost my place, excuse me. So he talked about all things working together, right? But then it says, for, for whom he foreknew, he predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn of many brethren, right? And those whom he predestined, he also called. Whom he called, those he justified. Those whom he justified, he also glorified, right? So we, we're beginning to get into that section of scripture now. And Layla, you brought up this, this point about... Um, not only has he given us a calling, right? Yes. When, especially when you were talking about the example with you and I, right? Yes. Um, yes. The Lord called me or gave me the office as a as a shepherd or pastor, right? Yes. That's not the only gift, the only blessing, position, whatever the Lord has given me, right? Mm-hmm. It, but no, he has called you to something different. Or And yes, he has called you to something different. There's more than just a pastor, right? We are there's apostle, prophet, shepherd, teacher, and evangelist, right? Yes. Okay. And with that, he's also equipped us. Uh, and I'll give you an example, right? Jeremiah, chapter one, verse four and five. The word of the Lord came to me. That is Jeremiah saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. And I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Everything that, that Paul is writing about is wrapped up and contained in that verse. 
right? What did he say about Jacob and Esau? Jacob I loved and Esau I hated. While in the womb. Yes? Yes. He hated Esau while he was in the womb. Because he already knew him. Right? And we were, you in your example and what I stated after was that I, you know, because of revelation from the Lord and through his Holy Spirit, I know you better than you know you. Yes. That doesn't have to be the case. It is, right? Yes. Um, Because of the position, the authority the Lord has given me with you as my daughter, right? Yes. And the whole point of a parent is to help guide, right? Yes. And govern, help you govern, teach you, instruct you, show you. The Lord does the same thing. He knows us, right? Yes. Back to Jeremiah. I knew you. Before you before I formed you, I knew you. I sanctified you and I ordained you, right? That's that goes back to what you were you had brought out or stated earlier about we have these things. He's already equipped us. He's already given us a, a calling, a plan, a purpose for our lives. The question is, will we submit ourselves, humble ourselves, set ourselves apart? He's already sanctified us, right? He yes. says that, I sanctified you. He, he's already done it. Will we receive it? Will we in faith receive that and then step forward, move into the plan, the purpose, the calling he has for our lives? Or will we allow the things of this world to creep in? Right, because Paul wrote about that with, in some of his other, one, especially one of his other books, he says, I believe it was, it was Demas, he says, he has forsaken me. Searching after the things of this world. That's paraphrased. All right, um, I'll have to look that up and get back to you on where that scripture resides. But it goes to the exact point I'm, that we're stating here. If we're living in the spirit, then we should be submitted to the spirit and the leading of the spirit, which goes back to exactly how Christ lived his life, right? Yes. You see that in he, Christ used or stated, read Isaiah 61 to define his ministry. But as we've pointed out many times, Isaiah 61, if you look at it in its entirety, is very similar to Isaiah 58, starting in verse 6 and going to the end of the chapter. It is almost a mirror image of each other, where he's saying, is this not the fast I would choose? It wasn't just about foregoing some food. It was about removing any and everything in his life that did not reflect the Father's will, but his character, his nature, and his attributes in Christ's life. And as a result of doing that, you see the results. They're listed out there for you in both Isaiah 58 and in Isaiah 61. That's what the life in the Spirit is, right? It's seeing Christ as our pattern example, doing things and even greater things than he did on this earth, right? He said that we would do that, but we can't do it our own way. We have to do it his way. 
In order to do that, we have to be completely submitted to him and his Holy Spirit to teach us, to lead us or guide us in all things, what to say and what to do and how to say and how to do those things that he's called us to do. And I've said this in the past, but uh, I don't see anywhere in scripture where I don't pick, pick one of the prophets where it was Isaiah or Jeremiah or Ezekiel or, or any of the others. And they said, this is the word according to, pick one. Thus no. says Jeremiah. No, it was always, thus says the Lord. Right, and we, we were talking about this in the previous episode about prophecy being the greater gift. And I wish you all would prophesy, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, why? So you could speak edification and build up the body of Christ? Yes. And what the But Lord. you are speaking as the mouthpiece of God, as a vessel that he can use completely, not changing anything he said. So that means he Which can trust you. You can be trusted, exactly. You have proven yourself faithful, not to change, not to add to or take away from what he said, but clearly and accurately hear what he's saying and to speak it. Because his word goes forth to accomplish all his purposes. Not our purpose, not what we think. But do, and it doesn't come back void. And yes, I said that backwards. His word goes forth and doesn't return void, but accomplishes all his plans and his purposes. So for us to be able to do that matters a great deal to him. The issue is, can we be trusted? But if we're trying to do it of our flesh, then clearly we can't be trusted. Yes? Yes. And you see that, especially throughout the Old Testament, where other people brought a word they say was from the Lord. And it sure wasn't. And the Lord made that abundantly clear. And there were consequences for it. Just a quick comment on that. There, there's also the component of us knowing God's word well. That's why even though this um, this podcast we hope is very useful to you, it should not ever um, replace your personal time in the word and your personal time of uh, being with somebody in a, a regular community of church believers. Because um, I don't remember what it was. It was one of the kings. And he was joining with one of the other kings and won't anybody prophesy otherwise. I think it was Jeremiah. And um, they put a lying spirit in all the other prophets. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't oh. the prophets were so much doing it out of their flesh. Of course, that has a lot to do with how poorly they were prophets. But um, even, even God may circumvent that for a purpose to chastise someone. And we, we have a responsibility to know God's word well. And we only do that by spending time in it. Absolutely. And Jesus said that himself, my sheep know my voice, right? And others, they won't follow, right? So even with those, those other prophets, right, that you brought up, mm -hmm. that they should have known and known the voice of the Lord for themselves and heard clearly in the moment what was happening. So they wouldn't have been confused, Right. Right. They should have known, hey, this thing isn't right. This isn't the Lord's plan. This isn't his will. It's not what he's saying. The the truth is over here. This thing is, is right. This is way he, the way the Lord is leading. Mm 
They should have known that. But scripture also tells us the subject of the the spirit of the prophets is subject to the or. Uh, uh, gonna have to help me out here. How's well, specifically, I was just making the comment what you were talking about our flesh. Yes. Right? Yeah. So, so, so it's subject to, to the be, spirit yeah, of the yeah. prophet, right? Yeah. So how the prophet understands and determines and and also in that what's in the way in his life to prevent him or her, right? The prophet from clearly and accurately hearing the word of the Lord for first themselves, but also for everybody else. Right. So, so there's that as well. Um, and, and then to continue on to, to this, this section of scripture that we, we were going over, right? When it, as it pertains to the Lord knowing us, even before he, um, it says in 29, whom he foreknew, who he predestined to be conformed to his image, right? That's, again, that's how our father was. But then it continues, right? Yes. He predestined, he called, whom he called, he justified, and whom he justified, he also glorified. If you look at, again, Jesus, right, our pattern example, our Lord and Savior. In John 17, he prays what's known as the high priestly prayer, right? Yes. Have, I mean, look at all the things that he requests in there. Yes, you can say already prays for himself. He prays for the disciples, right? But he talks about all the things that that are being mentioned here, right? He talks about glorifying, right? Like, um, glorify your son that your son may glorify you, right? And, and he talks about you've given him authority over all flesh. And again, back to glorifying him. That that was in verse two and verse four. I've glorified you on earth. I've finished the work you've given me to do. And in verse five, glorify me together with yourself, right? I've done these things. I've manifested your name to those you've given me. Not like that, but go down to, to verse 12. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in your name. Those you gave me, I have kept, and none of them is lost except the son of perdition that the scripture might be fulfilled. This is going back to the Old Testament, which confirms exactly what Paul is saying here. Those whom he predestined, he called. Those whom he called, he justified. Those whom he justified, he glorified. Right? Yes. He already knows, and it goes back to what we've been saying here. He already knows what we're going to do if we're going to love him and demonstrate that by obeying his commandments, both those written in his word and those he speaks to us. He already knows those that are his. He knows those that will choose him and those that won't. You know, a lot of times you hear people say, you know, um, God um, doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. We hear little phrases like that. Uh, you have to be really careful about some of those. Uh, and this is where people can kind of, you know, jump into that in this section. But, you know, God has predestined. God has called those. And I think a lot of people struggle. Uh, and they, they make the mistake of saying, how can a loving God do this? Because it also means that some he did not call. Mm. And um, we're not really supposed to question God in those things. Who are you to question God? And so um, I just always like to bring that to bear when we when we talk about sections like this because— uh, People can certainly twist it, and, and men twist it, 
And so it's just encouraging, again, to get back into the Word yourself um, and really search out the Scriptures. Be like the Berean. Search the Scriptures out and know mm-hmm. if these things are so. Um, I know we're running close out of time. The I wanted to try to tie that together about you know this ministry and what it is in that um, you know this is meant to be a resource to augment what you're already doing. It's 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 meant that we we believe that you're a believer in Christ and all these promises and all these things are true for you and we just want you to step into the fullness of it as you've heard in podcasts even the last one we did. I still have questions myself. I get them answered by meeting with my brothers and sisters, but I spend time in the Word. And I'm also involved in the regular fellowship of believers. You can call that church. You can call it whatever you want to. But those are important components in your walk. This is just another piece in that. We really, really love your feedback. We love your questions. We'd love to hear your questions on this. I know we're spending a lot of time in this section. But it's important. And we're in no hurry to get through God's word. That's what we do to, when we meet every time is just study God's word. We get to delight in it. We get to taste and see that the Lord is good mm-hmm. as we study his word. And we want you to be blessed in the same way. Amen. And so if you're not being blessed in that way, let us know so we can grow and learn in what God is showing you. It would be beneficial to us. And if you're feeling called to support this ministry, you know, check with the Lord. And uh, if you feel led, reach out. Uh, you can go to the website at thedayofprayer.org and communicate with us there. You can give there, and we love your questions, your feedback. You can go to a day of prayer at yahoo.com and email us. We'd love to, we'd love to, love to, love to hear your feedback. We'd love to hear your comments. We'd love to hear your questions. Uh, that's what this ministry exists for. And as we've said many times, if you're in the area and you want to join us physically, be with us. Be on the podcast or just join us and meet us. We'd love to have you. Just reach out and communicate with us. So. Absolutely. Thank you, brother. Um, that's a great point that you also brought up about um, when looking at predestination and looking, or I'll say the question that many have asked, how can a loving God do these things, right? I think we're going to address that here in the next episode. So um little, I'll say, segue into into that or um, preface into what, what some of what we're going to discuss in the next one. So, but let's pause there for today and absolutely search the scriptures. Let the Holy Spirit minister to you and, you know, always, please, if you want, if you feel led, reach out. We'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear from you. So, thank you. And with that, can I get someone to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, brother. Father, we are so thankful that, uh, that you're available to us and that you've given us a way that we can come to know you. We thank you for opportunities to discuss your word, um, to flesh it out, to see if these things are th- so, to help each other grow and learn. And uh, we thank you for just the opportunity to be in your presence every day. Um, just ask you to bless all the listeners and... Uh, to continue to grow the desire within us to know more about you. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Thank you all for, for joining us and for listening. And until next time, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day.
Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.